interesting and effective manner into the heads of your listeners. Do you have the ability to do that? Yes, you most certainly do. Our own great Emerson said, if you have something to say, you'll be given the power to say it. That's worth memorizing. And that's the key. If you have something to say, that's the key. You'll be given the power to say it. You have a subject, a picture in your mind, and you want to transfer it step by step as a building is moved from your mind to the minds of others. When the process is complete, you want your listeners to have the same picture you have. Now, if you can do that with real interest, humor, in a relaxed and friendly manner, you're a big success. And yes, you can do it. The subject of this message is to learn to speak with strength and effectiveness. Things that are strong, that are fashioned to last, built of quality, are usually typified by their simplicity. They are generally unadorned with useless spare gear and trappings that don't contribute to the main theme. The same is true in delivering an effective talk. Trim your speech of all irrelevancies, all discontinuities, all cliches. For example, never say each and every one. Simply say each one. It's stronger, more effective, leaner. Never, please, as long as you live, ever say, and last but not least, or without further ado. Those are cliches, tired, worn-out, beat-up cliches. They clutter, they're useless detritus. Clean your talk so that it stands lean and muscular with no excess baggage. Picture it as a new destroyer cutting cleanly through the water instead of a cluttered old tramp steamer laboring and wallowing along. When I have an important speech to make, I write it out first, every word and phrase, then I edit ruthlessly to trim away every ounce of superfluous fat. Then, read the speech aloud. If there are awkward locutions and there are many words that work fine in print that are difficult to work with in a speech, words such as vouchsafe, for example, looks great in print, it's almost impossible to say. Look for pompous, affected speech and cut it out or reword it in a less formal, friendlier form. Take your subject and your speech seriously, just as you do your work, but don't take yourself seriously. Read the talk over a couple of times and time it as you do. If it's too long, cut. There's always something that can be cut out. I've been writing five-minute radio programs for 18 years. I've written them on every subject under the sun, and I've never found one that couldn't be handled in five minutes in what I considered to be an interesting and informative way. It's true that you can't go into great detail. It's also true that you could easily talk for an hour on any subject. But it's also true that it can be handled in an interesting and effective way in five minutes. Such a speech is an hors d'oeuvre, not an eight-course meal. And with a little thought, imagination, and care, it can be delightful and delicious. If you can't think of anything to talk about, arbitrarily pick anything you see and write a five-minute talk about it. A book, a table, a chair, the carpet, the town you live in, the state, your job, your child or children, your hobby, your main interest, your favorite food, music, architecture, automobile, color, part of the country or the world, why you like to walk in the rain or take long walks on the beach or in the country. Take any word that represents a concept such as love, honesty, justice, law, truth, honor, integrity, brotherhood, you could write a large book, ten books, on any one of them. You can certainly write an interesting five-minute talk about any one of them. Each of them paints a picture in your mind and imagination. Now transfer that picture 
into the minds of others. You know, there's an entire industry worldwide behind the glass tumbler you hold in your hand, the coffee you measure into the pot, the book on your desk, the paper you write on, the chair you're sitting in, the clothes you're wearing. Where did the necktie come from? Why do we still wear such an anachronism? Why the stripes? What about the stripes that run the other way? How about shaving? How did that get started? Why do we do it? If you own a set of encyclopedia, you have only to open any volume at random, and you have the topic for a most interesting five-minute speech and the facts you need for it. Every word in your dictionary can be the subject of a most interesting speech, as can the alphabet. Do you realize that all 600,000 words of the English language, the richest, the most widely spoken, the most flexible and beautiful language on earth, are formed of the 26 letters of the alphabet? Every word in all the plays and sonnets of Shakespeare is formed of that small...